Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, a podcast where myself, comedian and writer Dane Baptiste, and my producer friend Howard Cohen, hello, aka The Hezzer, and a mix of very special guests pose the questions that need to be asked. We're talking everything from pop culture to populism to existentialism to fatalism to nihilism, all the isms, including the jism. Why not? You can have that everything. conversation on today's show. Our guest is a comedian, writer and actress who was nominated for Best Show at Edinburgh Festival 2017 as well as a star of her own radio show on Radio 4, A Guide to 21st Century Sexuality and also a good friend. Important. It's very important. I want to make that a point. I don't want to... No, because I I put all that stuff, the the formal blur, but I don't like to qualify people by these achievements alone. Mm. Who they are. We're all artists in this game. This is an artist I've known for a very long time. Uh, please welcome to the podcast, May Martin. Hi, hi, May. It's, fu- I'm, it's funny because I know you both independently, kind of, and I can't imagine your dynamic. So I'm excited to see like how it, uh, it works. We got, we got, yeah. we got, we got, we got, we got a good thing going. But I would say the, the the Jewish black thing is a big underrated is entity it? in the world. Yeah, is it's pretty good. It's been a thing with before yeah. us. Way Leo before Cohen, us. Kevin Lyles yeah. at Def Jam. Uh, right. And, uh, well, I mean, Sammy Davis Jr. and the Rat Pack guy, you know, there right, was Jews in exactly. that. Right, you know? exactly. That yeah. was cool. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg, the perfect marriage of yeah. a Jewish name <laughs> and a black person. Yeah. yeah. So that's always good. Great. Um, yeah, electric. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, Gene Wilder, Richard Gene Pryor. Gene Wilder, Richard Pryor. The yeah, best one really there is. Good. Oh, yeah. the best one I mean, there is. it is an interesting thing, though, the Jews, because this, you know, it's, I've researched this. The stand-ups have talked about this a fair bit because there's yeah. similarities, definitely, in many many hundreds of years of you know yeah. horrible history right yeah we've got that so yeah that's true both as well. kind of use that for comedy purposes in yeah, some ways exactly and you also have the whole you know tribes of israel rastafarianism so there's oh yeah section there as well so you know we're not keen on pork you guys aren't that keen <laughs> yeah. on pork yeah a lot of time as well so Ch- chicken too. soup's a big thing for Jews. Chicken soup is a very big thing, yeah, for us yeah. too. Overbearing mothers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Open up a big matriarchal can societies. Yeah. Of ethnic worms here. Big yeah. can. Oh, I like that a lot. And also a penchant for women with nice curves and curly hair and olive skin. Oh, right. Yeah, I guess that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sephardic Jewish women, if you're out there. I thought you were going to so compliment me there. Like, you're like a pawn shop for women. I thought you were going to describe me, and then you described the opposite of me. I don't know, because then it, it, it kind of <laughs> defeat the whole thing about not using qualitative methods to qualify you. Yeah, you're yeah, a good yeah. person on the inside, May. Thanks. Thanks, and, Dave. and also, anyone who knows May knows that May is photogenic and doesn't need me to talk that at all. <laughs> yeah, all all that be- inside beauty radiates to the outside, yeah. so it's all good. That's nice. Thanks. Yeah, it was quite an awkward moment. It was almost in that room just there. <laughs> it was quite a nice, you know. Listeners it, wouldn't really pick is up it awkward? That. It's good. It's good because you're gracious enough to accept compliments. So that's fine. Oh, I love so a compliment. Always, yeah, who, who doesn't? I love right? a good compliment. Yeah, so yeah. Well trained in accepting them graciously. I've known May for a very long time. Like we, I met you the first time I met May was at the Top Secret Comedy Club when it was at the Africa Center. 
Oh my god, yeah. On what, King five Street. five years ago, isn't uh, it? Five Six years, years ago? ago? Yeah. Six years ago. A very long time ago. Wow. And, uh, yeah. It was quite a bleak um, yeah. comedy night that night. It I was, think. but yeah. I mean, it was very early small beginnings. numbers, small crowds. They were kind of smallish, but it was like so. The Africa Center was had like basically a basement, right? And uh, the owner of Top Secret Comedy, Mark Rothman, another Jew, mm. yeah, who, uh, <laughs> who also with a penchant for putting on acts who wouldn't normally get into like normal rotation yeah, on most comedy bills when you think about right. it. Because think, of, I mean, this is a Jewish guy running a gig at the Africa Center. <laughs> yeah, and we we were yeah. pretty green. I, I we were didn't, pretty green getting yeah. twenties. Getting twenties where normally in a central London comedy club you were not getting twenties. Yeah, it was so nice. He put us on and, he, and, and in his basement he'd have like a bar where he'd have like students and uh, street performers had their stuff in the back. And uh, hmm. he went from the humble beginnings of the Africa Centre to now uh, on Drury Street. He has like a comedy club which has like basically two floors and yeah. does really well. No? And does really well. It does and has really two rooms. Well. Yeah, and does really well. Do you guys still play? I haven't in ages, but yeah, in theory. I mean, yeah. if he's listening, in theory, yeah. every, every now and again, <laughs> I'd love to. No, so you might, no, Mark's yeah. cool. You used to have to give him a call and okay, uh, yeah, I think set I up some dates. But yeah, he's he's cool and uh, yeah, it's um it's gone from strength to strength. Like God, six nice. years ago, was that when you met? Yeah, yeah. you both have done a lot in your life in that amount of time. I have. I've got some. I've had some shit tattoos, some relationships <laughs> in the past six years. A lot's happened. I yeah, feel a few, like. few relations. Yeah, same haircut, different relations. <laughs> yeah, relations. But yeah, that's cool. Consistency is the key. Yeah, like exactly. You, have, have, you've rocked white t-shirts pretty much consistently. Yeah, pretty much since about twenty. I figured. I figured cool. it out. You're one of the few people I know who has a almost like a, uh, a life uniform. Yeah, my my wardrobe is like when Charlie Brown opens his cupboard <laughs> yeah. and it's just Peter like Griffin. Yeah, same of, yeah, 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 that's yeah, a good yeah. thing. It works though. It I believe works. in that. I think that might I be the too. way forward. Yeah, I agree. I'm moving more towards that. So I have, a, I guess, a, a duo chromatic wardrobe where it's like loads of black t-shirts and white t-shirts. Yes, well, same, same. Yeah, and yeah, but so. to me, they look so different. Like. My t-shirts are like ball gowns to me, so like yeah. a slightly different neckline. I'm like, whoa, I'm pushing the boat out. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. and like, but to my friends, I look the same every day. But yeah. I hate exactly. it. I hate it. You know, in the job that I do, mm. obviously, like occasionally, I can dress like I'm going to the office and. I don't care what any of you think that I wear. I'll just wear my cycling gear if I've been cycling. Mm-hmm. But then you have to go to a meeting and you. Yeah. I'm, put a sh- I'm faking this. I'm not. I don't want to wear this shirt. Not who you are. Yeah. I don't yeah. Wear this shirt. I did a corporate last week and I um had to buy a new dress shirt as well. I as saw on Instagram. Got, yeah, got a tie bar, which actually turned out okay. Right. Yeah, That's it looks great on you. Positive, yeah. positive feedback really? for that. Yeah, but I'm always kind of adverse to like dressing quite. It's smart. not who you feel. But then that, is that issues that you're bringing to the table? I think it's issues I'm bringing to the table. I used to wear everything really baggy. Yeah, because you were insecure. I had, yeah. I, had, yeah. I had that. No, I had a thing where my shirts all go past my waist. So I'm very conscious about the size of my butt. That was my thing. Really? Yeah, and then I used huh. to wear my rucksack, like where I'd make the straps go a bit lower. So I was really conscious about my butt. Because right. my aunts facetiously would say I had a butt like a rooster, which was fine. But I became very <laughs> conscious of it. And but I wasn't, aw- and I was, I was under the impression that you know, like rooster like, is quite cool. Yeah, rooster is quite cool. I, but I didn't, I didn't know that girls looked at. Dude's butts. I didn't know that. I well, thought it was like biceps and like abs and the size of your penis. I didn't know people cared about your your butt shape. I know a lot of people comment on Matt Damon's butt. They say he has like a like a, a perfect. No, like oh. a like a yeah, like to some, but like a like a bubble butt. People say right. about Matt Damon. I, I hate that I said that phrase. I guess I get something similar, so I can identify. I think it's okay, weird, yeah. weird moments, sidestep of, of in all movies, so many movies where there's just this random moment where it's just like, oh, here's that famous actor's ass. Yeah. Oh, the butt, butt <laughs> yeah. in the moonlight walk. Or the butt, yeah, in, the moon, yeah. butt in the shower. <laughs> yeah, butt in the shower. I'm not doing this film unless I show yeah. my butt, and that's isn't it Batman? Doesn't he get his? Is he a gets mo- his ass out, yeah, yeah. Which is really unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Batman. There's in, nothing sensual the, going on in Batman. The, the, the Joel Schumacher uh, I think it's the thing. recent one, the Batman Superman. Really? Ben Affleck's ass as Batman. It's like... Uh, and it's probably not even his. It's, not, it's yeah. probably not even his butt. Well, there you go. Yeah. Ben, so, if you're listening... 
Is that your butt? Is that butt. your butt? I feel, I feel like, however, you probably have some priorities so far as your conduct in Hollywood at the moment, Ben. But once those are taken care of, then you take care of that butt. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think it's time for a question, isn't it? It's, it's, it's time, time for, for a May's question. question. Okay, great. Okay, I've been thinking a lot about this. Good, I've good. been thinking about this question, though, for about five years. Like, oh, cool. Uh, since we met. <laughs> <laughs> since the night we met. That's cool. Um, no, I've been... Uh, so, okay. I know that you can I, you can ask me for further details and specifics, and then I yeah. know the answers to those questions, because I've mm. mulled this over a lot. Okay, it's a would you rather. Oh, okay. Ooh. Okay. We haven't had one of those yet. I know, it's good, it's good. So, would you rather... Never have sex again mm-hmm. your whole life, oh. or you can continue to have as much sex as you want. But first, you have to have sex on stage in a West End theater, <laughs> and the whole audience is your Facebook friends list. So oh. it's like it's like friends, family. It's like whoever's on there. <laughs> it's twisted, uh. twisted reality. Yeah, yeah. and um, so really- and the, this is the thing: is you have to come. So it takes however long sure. it takes. I'm, I've got yeah. some questions. Is yeah, that cool. Can I throw yeah, yeah. So um, one of my so um, I'm not friends with my mum on Facebook. Do I have to ask her to go along? No, or? you're no, lucky. Right, you're so lucky. Okay, so I've got yeah. the friends. Okay, can I start deleting people? No, it's like as of now, no <laughs> okay. deleting. Yeah, so that's, no, no. that's 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 one of my nephews and my both my sister in laws, yeah. which is frustrating. So what you could How? do? This is what I was thinking: is you could you could make a little speech at the beginning and yeah. be, say to everyone, look. This mad wizard has given me this okay, so yeah, <laughs> like, dilemma. Okay. So you, 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 you're you allowed explain. to give like you know uh, an exposition before. Yeah, like you're not being okay. like, guys, I just really want to do this. Yeah, yeah you know, like you're... thanks everybody for coming to this preview. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the notebook out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you could be like, do you mind closing your eyes? But you know they wouldn't. You know mm. they'd. Have... Some wouldn't, and some would, yeah. and then some people would just like put their hand over their eyes as if to say they're trying to avoid the spectacle but like you came all the way you went for the bag check and you had the search so yeah, you're, you're here for something exactly yeah you're in the front row I've got so many questions how, how quick can I be oh as quick as you, you can want, as long as you as long as, as, long as, you, as you climax come, yeah you yeah. gotta get there but that's all we, we can, we, we're, not, we're not putting on a show no 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 you're not putting on a show <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, I was like, guys, don't go to the toilet. Don't yeah. go to the bathroom. There's going to be no breaks here. There's no intermissions. Because um, that's a big bit. That would be a big question to me. Um, can I decorate the the what I'm... Wait, your I, body? Well, to, to, to make it more of a, you know... Uh, like a real sex show. Like some yeah, water, like water water That's a good question. Yeah, you can have... Um, you can decorate the stage, yeah. And you can have lights and stuff, but nothing that's going to distract from the event. And yeah. also you, um, you can choose whoever you want to have sex with and and whoever wow. you choose it could be a now celebrity that. it could be anyone and they're no matter who you choose they're into it so yeah, they're, they're so like they're consenting so that's all good oh yeah, yeah. they're oh, like okay, yeah this cool. sounds great and okay. they're like have, yeah see that's that's interesting i mean i obviously i'm i'm a i'm a married i've got a wife now so obviously it would basically also be a way to end or really speed up the cloning programs yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> But it would like, be, I mean, for me, it's like you either go with someone who you know is going to, who you've had sex with a lot, who is yeah. going to be like just a routine thing. You can get there quickly and do it. Yeah. Or you're like, this is my chance. Mm. And you you pick someone that's going to distract the audience, like an A-list celeb where they're going to be looking at that person and not at you. Yeah. To me, you want to take, you want to pick someone who is going to kind of take control because it's way more exposing to be the one taking mm. control. It would be great if you could just... I think boy or girl, if you could just lie on your back, like that would be great. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, at, at least then, it, yeah, it seems less 
like vainglorious. Yeah, exactly. Welcome to the Dane sex show yeah. again. <laughs> Look at my moves. I like yeah. first of all that we've all chosen the latter before even thinking about it. So yeah. not having sex again was not an option. Yeah, but, exactly. But yeah. This, this room full of exhibitionists. I mean, that, <laughs> that would be a, a disappointing thing, wouldn't it? Oh. Not, not having sex a, again. Yeah, that would be. A I don't problem. know. I, I've had points in my life where I'm like, yeah, maybe I'm out the game. Yeah. I've I've been to a gum clinic and. For a checkup, and that was enough for me to be like, ah, yeah, okay. Maybe. A gu- gum it's, clinic? A genitourinary clinic. Oh. So this is like, it's like a level up where you have to go and get checked. Oh my god. If you if prior to entering into a long term relationship, I have to always make sure I'm checked and mm. safe for that partner. So you go to a gum clinic where they do all of the full tests. Right? Are they and, invasive? Uh, very invasive. Oh, no. They're very okay. invasive. So far as so yeah. yeah so that process is even yeah more probing than the Dane Baptiste sex experience yeah which, which I want to call twerk de soleil really good twerk de soleil, twerk de soleil. I feel this could become a reality if you know I don't know I think it's there already I have been to a sex show yeah uh, I, went to, I went to a sex show uh, in Athens and it was not at all sexual in Athens so was it yeah. things like um, firing ping pong balls out of like- uh, you know, it was it was kind of like uh, what do you call, uh, like the ribbon work kind of thing like a harness mm. oh, okay. and then the gentleman came on stage and then they simulated the act and uh, <laughs> simulated yeah. though yeah because oh, okay, I mean yeah. you know there was very prior uh, prior to the act very little like arousal or right, interaction between them so you'd, yeah. you could they, you could they came across as very professional but yeah. you know like I said, when it's like performance four of the week it's like it wasn't erotic at all. No, yeah. no not at okay. all. Not at all. I mean, the 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 kind of idea of giving up sex because of the shame because it's going to affect all of your relationships. Yeah, you're pretty much. Um, I think it. I think it would solve a lot of problems for me if I was just like, no, no more sex for the rest of my life. I'd just focus. This is how I yeah. feel as well. Or, or, or and I say to myself, there are times when I'm like, if I just first girl I was with, maybe just stayed with her. Save yeah. myself all the stress. Yeah. Because then, you know, ever since I tried that first. Uh, proverbial rock uh, of crack I've just been chasing the same high yeah and it's never that you never get there yeah but then as we were, we were talking about this thing of me uh, to, to find my wife when I'm 74 uh, first dates which is a lot of dates you know uh, it took its toll uh, yeah. but I think I learned uh, wait sorry you went on 74 dates I met, I met 74 different uh, internet people no uh, way and the 74th one was yeah. my wife and about, I, on a weekly basis if you put it in <laughs> weekly terms that's almost a year and a half of yeah. dating I, I went all wow. in I went all in because I was like I'm, I'm basically a, a point in my life where I think yeah. if I don't find someone I'm going to become that like darker version of myself yes. that's not, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. not going to be for anyone really wow. uh, it, it's the kind of character I am you can find love at any point but like I was I, like I probably need to get on with this I, so yeah. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. turn into something else and so and then it was actually the, the day before I went on a date the 73rd one uh, and she was t- it was the worst day I'd ever she was a mad woman who dressed in like a psychedelic cat suit and a fur coat <laughs> took me to this basement bar and um, said to me that she wanted to live under a tree and make guitars out of the tree I was like well, you haven't even thought that I'm leaving you don't even want to live, under, you don't want to live under the tree and what you are she's a, she's a dating site troll that sounds like yeah. it was, well, she's doing it for a prank yeah. it, I mean it, it, well, I left and uh, but then the next day was, was my wife I, it's so good that you didn't give up after I was going to no. my friend said come around my house Don't. this is a waste of time I was like uh, but I'm going to cancel on someone. I, th- I think I must have seen you or talked to you like shortly after you started dating your wife, and you were like, yeah. "I think this is good." Oh, you, it was you were pretty. Yeah. I mean, right it was pretty away. clear to me, not to. Her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's I mean, good, but it's clear to one of you. I mean, yeah. I always find see, but I even find that daunting when people say, "As soon as I saw that person, I knew." I know. Because well, I, I mean, I'd be with people who I really love, but I'm just like, did I have that feeling like they're the one? Even my dad was yeah. like, mm. you know, 
I argued your mother, but when I saw her, I knew I was going to marry her. And I'm like, uh, you know what it was? She yeah. is just the happiest person, That's smiliest so nice. person, and because she would laugh at my jokes and seem to tolerate, and like Bob Dylan, so that helped a bit. You know, <laughs> like we had these kind of natural bonds, and but, she, but positivity was the main she thing. She was just so happy. I was just like, yeah. this is incredible. Like, why are you? So What's would wrong you, with you? Do you think she'd stay with you if you're like a wizard says I can't have sex for the I rest think, of my life? I think t- Tara, and she probably listens to it every time, Dane, uh, it would probably uh, have an opinion on this, I imagine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think she's actually quite open and free. So character. she might do it with you. Yeah, she's okay. probably like a naked, she like, you know, she's like a naked yeah. baby kind of character, yeah. you know. So, yeah, she, yeah, you yeah. know, which I know you've she's talked about. She's a naked baby. Aren't we all, aren't we all in some way? Yeah. <laughs> you know, when people were young, they were like happy being naked, yeah, whereas yeah. I was like. You know, yeah. we're going to oh, the swimming pool with my teacher. Naturist. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she had that kind of the free, yeah, yeah. free and easy family. So, were... like, I can imagine her being slightly more. Uh, yeah, and also just because you can't, you know, gratify yourself sexually doesn't mean she can't, and well, you, you can't be present. Is that one of the rules as well? So, like, right? Because yes. if I had a partner, they can, you know, continue to enjoy gratification. But up. you can't participate. Can't. Yeah, you could be in the room, but you can't. You can be in the room, yeah. Participate. I don't, at all. And I don't mean like in a car keys way, but like, <laughs> you know, I don't want to deprive somebody else to my fate. But, because, because you know, who would you? Cause I'm, I'm picking my wife, obviously. Okay. Who would you pick uh, if if you were going to put on this uh, kind of? I'm going to call it a bi-weekly sex show. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's a tough gig, isn't it? No, you only have to do it once. Oh, you only have to do it once. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 you just okay. have to do it once, That's and you still, then you have yeah. to come though. So, and right, they they somehow know if you're lying. So it could take days. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. True. I'm. Go, yeah, this is a bit Black Mirror now. Exactly, yeah, like, it's, it's, it is a lot. It's, like it's a, a sexual telephone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would do. I try and monetize it so at least there's something to be gained from it. So all the money you pay towards this goes towards helping victims of sex trafficking and sexual yeah, assault and stuff. Good, yeah. So you know, so that's how I make this fuckathon happen. Put a nice spin on it. Yeah, yeah. Really thoughtful spin I, on it. I, 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 think, get... I think taxation of vice is one of my biggest. If I was to like run for office, mm. like yeah. taxing vice would be like one of my biggest things until it wasn't vice anymore. Mm. Like yeah brothels are fine we use that money to like you know yeah help out with like women's shelters and stuff like that and that's like the real bedroom tax or you know yeah you know i'm a, I'm a sin to be if we can just or legalizing yeah legalizing yeah, yeah. weed and the money goes back towards coppicing programs so we can grow more trees by Great. growing all this weed mm. you know i'd go i'd pay for hypnosis before i did this right. and i'd hypnotize myself into so that i could just say a word and then and then be <laughs> in a different place and i think i'd pick um I'm sort of bending the rules here, but I'm, I'm going to pick all five Spice Girls because oh. I think people would be so thrilled at seeing them reunited, and they could and they <laughs> for such be, a good cause, for such a good cause, Great and cause. Um, and they'd and there'd be such a kind of like throng of people on stage to, that I'd get lost in the milieu. And mm. if you and if you did become a honorary Spice Girl, which I imagine is one of the reasons as well, <laughs> yeah, what would your Spice name be? Your your prefix of Spice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good question. It's weird yeah. that it's not like a Facebook thing. What kind of spice are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a that's a really tough question. That's a really tough thing. Yeah. Right, well, five of them have ta- are taken. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Baby, sporty, scary, ginger, posh. Um, I think I like like cool spice. Cool spice. <laughs> be quite, yeah. Cool spice is cool. Yeah, because yeah. I wouldn't exert myself. I'd be you know I wouldn't really do the dance moves and stuff. I'd just be be there kind of. Yeah, cool spice. Maybe holding the acoustic on acoustic guitar. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be having a cigarette playing the guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd change the vibe for sure of the group, but like dark spice, anti-hero spice. Yeah, I'd- that's it. I'd be brooding, brooding, yeah, brood- brooding spice. Brooding. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Spice, I thought you were yeah. going to say Bette Midler. 
Bat Midler Spice? No. <laughs> no uh, as in Bat Midler uh, would have been your Would have been my pr- I love Bat Midler. Yeah, well you, we, I mean anyone who saw uh, you know May's show uh, last year would know. Yeah, there was a lot of Bat Midler based material which what, is not, not love. it's not that <laughs> topical or <laughs> relevant but the thing is she's in I mean let's be honest she's in her 70s now Howard it would I, be It would be quite the scene though. It would be quite the scene, yeah. And, I, and the newspapers would well, I mean, the newspapers would love the Spice Girls story as well. Yeah, exactly. But let's not try and pander to them. Okay, so I'm so I'm amazed that we're all no question doing it. We're all having sex on stage in front of everyone we know and our yeah, families. Definitely. What do you think it proves, Dave? I think I don't know. I think yeah, it proves that we are of the uh, disposition that we have our carnal desires, and uh, yeah. yeah, we can suffer a little bit of embarrassment to realize them. I I, I think people will, you know, if you removed sex from society. It would it would it would solve a lot of things probably, mm. but I mean, it would also just kill like, revo- a whole so part. It's when the revolution would begin, I feel, if we remove <laughs> sex. I think sex is probably one of the first ways that people tend to rebel yeah. against the uh, against uh, I guess oppressive authoritarian, structures, yeah. authoritarianism. Yeah, I think that's mm. one of the first ways people rebel. Children and men. Yeah, first example. Yeah, without, uh, even, without... even Abra- if you think about Abrahamic religion, a lot of it is kind of like we are trying to monitor and control the womb. Mm. So, like, because you know, but yeah. without that outlet. We'd all just explode, I think. Yeah. 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 I think as, as long as I didn't have to look at anyone I knew in the eye ever again. Yeah. You'd have to move country maybe after that. Yeah, yeah. you could move. You could totally start a new life. So in Completely. some ways it's actually got yeah. some benefits. Yeah. I, I would rather, rather than doing that, I think with the resulting of some of the money from ticket sales, <laughs> you can either pay for like pre-show hypnosis or post-show media campaign. Like yeah. I said, Obviously, the media's been involved in helping us to forget that the prime minister face fucked a pig. Mm. Yeah. So if he could make they make us forget that. Yeah. You know, make everyone make, forget. Yeah, make everyone a lot will depend yeah. when the reviews come out. You know. What yeah. One star, Steve <laughs> yeah. Bennett. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, Bennett won't review that. No. He. Oh, he will. Oh, he'll, no, he'll be there. Oh, he'll be there. Yeah, he's <laughs> on my friends list. He'll be there, yeah, but yeah. it'll be it'll be somebody else that does a review from Chortle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be another contributor with a, under a pseudonym. Yeah, there are a couple of people from. Um, high school on my facebook friends list that i'd be really interested to see their response yeah mm. my uncle alan might have a problem with it yeah my aunt my aunt my strict aunt is my friend on facebook what if they heckled you i mean i'm mm. your facebook friend i'll be there i'll yeah. and i'll be heckling i, I feel like you I feel, I feel like you'd be encouraging i'd be like heckling like Woo, you've got yeah, yeah, well yeah, done, yeah, well done. yeah you keep caressing dane that's right have that balance loads of applause breaks yeah the applause yeah. moments would yeah be key, oh they? they'll be clapping don't you worry <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, the kind of way to build up the hype. Before yeah. The show. <laughs> something I say. Well, that that is a question we haven't had before. I often wonder when someone comes on and they're going to say a repeat question. But yeah. that, that definitely that hasn't good. been asked before. And I think before, you've revolutionised the whole structure of asking these questions. Oh, great. Well, I, would I mean, you would you rather... I'm yeah. convinced that would you rather is a cultural thing for a gener- like our generation and it's below. It's the best. Yeah, it's Why we haven't made a television show of that yet. Yeah, that's so true. Let's make it. I, I'm, all, all right, I'm, okay. up for, I'm giving you up we, for it. We're all like, here when this happens. So I, yeah. I say this yeah. to people and, and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, hang on, you don't play these games. Let me give you the hypothetical. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, that, yeah. and that hypothetical is fantastic. I, I yeah. always find. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty open to these. Uh, anything apart from like incest and stuff. It's yeah. Like, I'm always, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> just, just shoot me. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to go in a slightly different direction with my question. Okay. Because you're two people uh, yeah. that I've known for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, you know, when I met you and compared to where you guys are now... You guys have done so much creatively with your lives. It's, you know, I know you probably 
don't sit there and go, God, I've done so much creatively with my life. But you, go on. But you, no. you have. <laughs> no, you, you both, I'm not going to reel off your, uh, your records or anything, but you, you guys have. But it's a thing that I, I think about all the time, which is, um, I, was, I was ill last week, uh, tonsillitis, huh. so I was in bed for a while. And uh, you're kind of like, you know, can't really work, particularly the work I do producing creative you can't you can't pull your brain into that zone very easily and it, and it kind of it kind of made me realize how you know obviously lucky i am that i have something that i care about doing uh and and it just reminded me of like the, the the kind of pressures of being creative and how that creative guilt uh how and how you guys well how you guys both deal with like that kind of like it's like the curse of the creative like i don't know if you feel that every day or or it comes sometimes but it's that thing of your what you do is this intangible entity uh, and it's there sometimes and it's not there sometimes and it goes well sometimes and it doesn't go well. and like i say both you guys do in my opinion really really great stuff <laughs> but uh, how do you deal with that you mean with the fear that at any moment if if some if you're emotionally not or physically not well then you have no job security more that, just generally uh, well there yeah. is that definitely yeah. but the the it's that i that i kind of characterize it as that curse of the creative which is that sense that you're always uh on slightly n- yeah. unsafe footing whereas you know if you genuinely just sell apples yeah <laughs> you know how many apples you've got to sell yeah. and yeah. how many did we sell and that's that's the life uh, uh i don't know how you guys do it. i think every creative person and we obviously have so many different creative people on this yeah. show how do mm. you guys deal with that I definitely fantasize about selling apples sometimes, but then I think I I started so young when I was like 13, and I think by now, I think maybe about five or six years ago, there was a shift in my brain where I was like, it is like if I if I treat it like a if not this mystical creative process where I need like crazy inspiration, but like a muscle that I exercise, and if you just work hard and mm, do yeah. it all the time, I think that's such a huge like obviously you need some creative inspiration but Mm. such a huge part of it um is just hard work i think so it doesn't feel as scary because i'm like i think if i just continue to like oh yeah right i I agree yeah it's it's like i think because so far as show business like is that is a part i guess the dichotomy of it there's the show and the business so for the show part it's like you can keep motivated by the fact that you are intrinsically rewarded by the fact that you get to do what you want to do and enjoy what you're doing the business side is the fact that you just have to be consistent and continue to work because, you know, just based on the whole Warhol maxim that we all get 50 minutes of fame, your time will come. It's just how you maximise your potential within that time uh, when you are, I guess, reaching the apex of your popularity. Because mm. you can always be successful and you'll have people that completely buy into your uh, your art form. And then I think there's always this part within any product life cycle, and it's in terms of the business side of it, where you become very popular. And because of that, then you find that people start trying to mimic your style or you see, and then other entrants come into the market, it becomes saturated, and then eventually you have your decline. And from oh that decline... Oh, my God, I feel sick. Right, we have to, this we have is a, so we have scary. No, it's true. Yeah, it's of a, course, yeah, true, yeah, Because yeah. you're never going to be... You're not going to be famous forever, but you can maintain a certain level of success and enjoyment. Mm. And, and, yeah. it's, and it's And I get you... I think you realise that by not chasing that part of the fame like mm. yeah. fame and success are very uh, very different so well, the, the the work isn't the same thing as the fame and the success yeah, it's, it's, very a, different. it's, it's yeah. just a byproduct but, but not so, so, so but just so it doesn't sound as fatalistic but it's like for example uh guns and roses or like bruce springsteen they're not in the charts now 
But when they have their shows, because of their body of work over the years, when they had that point or the apex of their uh, notoriety and their fame, mm. mm-hmm. like they'll still sell out the O2 because they have people that have bought into their their brand or bought into their yeah, art yeah. for yeah. long if, enough. So you have you have your so you have so you have that point where it's like almost like your performance prime, and you yeah. can enjoy that as much as possible. But yeah, I think you just be rational about the fact that this, like anything else won't last forever all things must pass yeah yeah they must yeah so you have to enjoy it and and do you want to be that person forever there's there's a direct link between i think a level of fame and or and fame and infamy are two fingers on the same hand and Mm. your and your sanity oh totally yeah and that sanity bit is the bit that kind of fascinates me of kind of why i bring it up really because like i say lying on my bed not being able to do any creative works like oh god like you realize how much value that has in your life like i was like i can't yeah. do that thing that basically i spend every minute of every day yeah. look you know kind of looking at uh, and it's such a passion thing isn't it that it, it, i read oh, completely. it yeah. i read a thing that um you mentally stay at this at stay at the age where you become super famous like so michael jackson was always a yeah. child because hmm. he was a child completely agree i think now i'm r, r. kelly not, so not, not i think excusing. we're safe because <laughs> yeah. i'm 31 i'm like yeah i think i'm old enough now that if i you can rationalize I could, what's happening yeah, to you. Yeah, I could handle yeah. things yeah. like that. But I think you're, yeah, you're so right that you, yeah, you have your moment and then you, like if you're special to one person in one moment, then they're going to stick with you forever, I think. Yeah. Mm. And, and that's people you want anyway, is, is, is that people people that kind of buy into every dimension of what you're trying to create rather. But then there will be a point where, you know, people may have a fickle interest in you. But Yeah, yeah. I, I was in, I'd never been to LA and everybody, mm. t- I was so daunting and i went and in these meetings and everyone's warns you like they're so full of shit these people and they're so yeah. um hyperbolic and stuff and but they kept saying to me uh you're very now <laughs> and i was like what was i before now then exactly now or just then yeah or what will i be in a year <laughs> exactly. not probably not now anymore you know Very but, easy to give you a complex and uh totally. and i think that's a big part of why you go if you've been to la and you see the people walking around with tinfoil hats and the like is that i think there are people <laughs> that bought into this idea that they could go to this place and it can and pass through the stargate so yeah. to speak and, and their lives will change and that's and that's the thing that's all you're doing is pass through the stargate where you know it's like it's the reason why you know i guess you can just focus on the artistic aspects of it because when you do reach that point like you don't it doesn't matter like i said we talk about like how we dress like it doesn't matter how you dress because mm. there'll be a stylist that will tell you how to dress and yeah. there'll be a publicist that tells you how to relate to the media you and lose control be, it, yeah you lose control. and there will be a there's a, there will be an, an economy unto itself well, and that, that that's not the reason that brand. that's not going to be the reason you got into it not at all yeah and, that's and, what's and, so weird about yeah. it you know I, I i just think that 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 thing that you you know you talk about starting it when you were 12 13 13, yeah. 13 yeah. which is crazy young right and for a lot of things for most people don't start at yeah. 13 <laughs> in terms of, terms of standard, but like it's such a like a, a thing in your life since you know yeah all those years um, yeah i was like a passion we are so lucky to do something we're passionate well, about because yeah, 99% exactly. of the world doesn't right yeah exactly. and, sure. and just because I had time to sit and think about it it made me kind of go god it's a weird thing it's like an it's like an illness it's like a bit of- selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. 
Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In itself, that I'm kind of, you know, this is what it'd be like to be a normal person, you know. Yeah. But but like how it kind of controls us, I, I think, such an interesting thing. Because I sometimes see it in people, I don't know if you guys suffer from this or not, but like this kind of creative guilt. You know, the kind of... Oh, survivor's like, girl. Yes, yeah, like survivor's girl. Of course. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean in the sense that like, oh, I should be doing that thing. Oh, like you can't relax because you're always... I should be doing... I should have... Yeah. I've got that thing that I'm supposed to be... Yeah. I've been right. I've been written that and I still haven't done that. Yeah. And, like, all of that stuff that goes on with... Oh, God. I, yeah, it's pretty much every creative person I ever yeah. come into contact with. Yeah, because there's no office hours and yeah. it's all... Yeah, yeah. There's, no, there's no boundaries or structure that can guide you, which is why I'd say... For me, it's uh, the way I deal with that is just, again, like you said, it's just enjoying the fact that you are in a uh, situation where you get to realize, you know, the intangible and the conceptual and you can make that something that, you know, people outside of you can perceive. So even if you just draw a picture or you, you write, write a line down mm. or a word that makes you laugh, you're, st- you're still actively involved in a process of creation. Mm. Yeah. And, and really, you, it's good to practice that outside of the paradigm of like the industry and business mm-hmm. and deadlines because this stuff when if you start doing it within these confines then it does become like a job and even if it starts to it pay changes, well yeah it, yeah, it, 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 it can still it, you can still become very numb and like you, you find a lot of time with creatives who are you know at the you know at higher levels of success they still have the same needs like we all have the need for our basic physiological needs and then the need for association but what will happen is once those are all satisfied you all will still as a social species want to know was my place in the world and how am I imprinting on my fellow human? Mm. It's always, that's always going to be there anyway, which is why, you know, mm. you look at someone like Sean Penn, for example, who reached enormous level of success very early in Hollywood. And then now it's involved in a lot of, I guess, these altruistic actions, like, you know, yeah. bringing water and relief to like Haiti or Puerto Rico. And it's like, there's always going to be, there's always going to be some level of, I guess, self-discovery, actualization you're kind of chasing anyway. Mm. And I guess the idea is that if you're, if artists are kind of taking the intangible and making it, a stimulus we can perceive then you're kind of following that in any way so you're getting to this level of nirvana or consciousness where i guess you want to transcend all of this and it's more about working out who i am as a as a i guess a a sentient being rather than just like an artist because wow. mm. because for me it's just like i just feel like if That's you're inspiring me not everyone gets to do this and it's, well, and, it's like, it. and if you and if you look at it, like all the other i guess indicators of success those are all very finite in terms mm. of you can buy the biggest house but it's only as good as the foundations it's built on and how long that lasts for you know the cars will become obsolete technology you buy will become obsolete you know even the mediums by which it's perceived will become obsolete because yeah, you know, exactly people, yeah. so yeah. the only thing that will in, the only thing that is continuing to be consistent is the fact that you are taking an aspect of i guess the, the only thing that i guess defines our humanity yeah to... and holding up a mirror to ourselves yeah and, yeah and... Well, it's, it's also like I, I sometimes term it in just just the word output like yeah. i think that word output is a really like it's... Re- it's a weird word to resonate with like your purpose in life but, yeah you know our output tonight is us talking which it's... is uh, yeah. it's a I, good thing i sometimes know. have like um 
out and out of body thing on when I'm doing stand up that is maybe bad where I'm suddenly I'm aware that I'm like I've been I'm been given a microphone and there's a whole crowd of people and I'm like this is what I'm choosing to say like you do, <laughs> like it you do have to I, yeah, I guess is that's that because you've said it a few times? Maybe that but must because maybe when the first time you say, I, that's why I always wonder when I hear certain. I think that's what gives you the impetus to write more, though, because it, yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. a, to be given a platform like that, and you can say anything. And yeah, and, and you can that's it, you can say anything, and you're not confined along any kind of like you know social or religious or political lines. And like in, I guess in our medium, it's very unique in that respect. Is that you know you can you're public speaking and mm. human beings socially we've been conditioned if someone's got a microphone and they're public speaking or they're in an elevated platform mm. like we have to listen to them they obviously have something to say well, and you can you can really like i said have a potentially have a connection with your species that you know you wouldn't have in any other way well so. and i think you know in both of your cases you, you are definitely not you know that there, there, there are not hundreds of you both of you guys wandering around <laughs> in this country doing yeah. what you we you know we do you have quite a unique take on the world and i think by 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 channeling that in the way you have yeah, i don't know it fascinates me because like i say you potentially are both going to tell me no no it's just great being a creative uh, person i don't have any problems <laughs> with it at all but it just i just i just notice it again and again not in just my own life just in everyone's lives where it's like blimey it's it takes, it takes its toll i yeah. reckon it does. I, th- I think a big part of it and that's again me maybe romanticizing the whole act is that i just feel like you know all of these truths they are self-evident and we all know that there's more to us than the i think the mortal coil anyway mm. and so you know this is why art is able to evoke emotion without a the regular stimulus of like having to be touched to feel touched by what someone's saying or what they're demonstrating anyway mm. so well music yeah. is the ultimate oh my god yeah really weeping at no music pain. what is that about it's, it's a remarkable what? thing yeah but all those musicians will have sat and at some point, gone. Oh, I just don't know. I just don't know. Like, yeah. I, know. I, well, I, I think I, I might have. See, I, I disagree. Then I think I think a lot of artists who are musicians will feel like that. I think people who do perform for a job, mm. I don't think they get. You know, they, the undertaking of it is is, the, is as daunting, and they can do something else and move on to something else. But I think there's times. There's definitely times when you kind of look you know, here the history of music and people kind of did something and then they were like, oh, that was that, and it was done. I didn't know what people were gonna. It's like um, apparently uh, I watched a documentary about. Oris Redding, who's mm-hmm. obviously an amazing guy, and sitting on the dock of the bay was like, he just kind of like knocked that out on an acoustic yeah. guitar, like really yeah. casually. Or didn't, and Paul McCartney dreamed uh, yesterday. Yeah. He woke like, up from a dream and just knew the whole yeah. it, Weird. Uh, yeah, it's kind of yeah. weird how like, but like they, you wouldn't have, they wouldn't have necessarily known, obviously, that they would have. I don't think it's that far off it. I think you think about the origin of music would have started off with like drums. Hmm. And obviously a drum really... It's closest, like it's clo- the closest to make emulating that sound. Where us is like heartbeat. Mm. So it's kind of like that's kind of how it started. Is that obviously somebody was almost trying to like chronicle like life because it's the sound mm. of the beat and that's how you communicate. And it's like even with most music, you kind of start with a bass line. Mm. And obviously, the bass line is the uh, low frequency, high vibration. Right. You know, and we're always talking about vibing and vibration, and because that's because obviously molecules like that make up our being, they vibrate on a certain frequency. Have you ever heard those recordings of? of the sounds planets make like like neptune has a certain sound that and they're really haunting and some of them sound uh sinister some of them sound positive it's weird you can ascribe emotion it might be related to their distance from the sun yeah totally but and and that and that will have an effect on us because uh number one like if sound the thing with sound because sound travels and sound can travel as longitudinal waves and that kind of but you need air for that to travel whereas right um when we hear like, because obviously recording equipment records like sounds from like these planets, 
So the reason, so sound as a longitudinal wave when it's created can't pass through like solid things because it's dissipate because it needs air to travel, so it can't travel in a vacuum. Which is why they say in mm. space, no, no one, one can scream. hear you scream. But transverse <laughs> waves, you know, it's how sound is recorded, like mm. on the electromagnetic spectrum. Spectrum, sorry, that that those don't dissipate, which is why, like, uh, light, for example, travels in transverse waves, which is why when we see the sun. But we see it like thousands of years older because that's how long it takes in light years for it to travel for us to see it. So we're seeing it being much younger than it already is. And it's also like any sound that's been recorded or made mm. like on Earth, if it's been beamed like for a satellite or through, it's still traveling through the stars and stuff. So that's why, again, the importance of it is that like whether you're creating, you're committing to like film or, mm. you know, it, it doesn't stop there. Like that's going out into space and we are... That is slightly worrying. Human life. That's terrifying. With, with, with stuff like Love Island, that is slightly worrying. Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, exactly. Well, then, sending but, out ripples. Then, we send out ripples, yeah. yeah. So if, that's for our consideration. So that's this is why, you know, there's that importance of what you do because, like, you know, it's, especially if you're committed to, like, you know, film, like, or women mm. to, like, to, like, to, for any kind of oral medium. It's going to be there forever. So, oh my god! My yeah. I really regret my previous question about <laughs> yes. sex and a, having is, sex in front of your Facebook. Like that's what I chose to ask in this podcast. Yeah, but, but, but go. the thing is, the good thing, I guess, in terms of the speed in which you know, and potentially another uh, organism is receiving this, is that they're just getting a chronology. Yeah. In terms of what, you know, be amazing how if they laugh have changed. It. They probably piss themselves. Love it if they laugh at there's it. Pro- there's probably so much, you think about so much paradoxes of human beings that they yeah. must find hilarious. Like the idea of that, like, so they probably heard like, you know, when they had like... Wait, who's they? The aliens? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Darwin, they're... you know, Darwin or like Richard Dawkins, the idea about the definition of species. Then they're hearing like, you know, alt-right narratives. They must be like, these people are mental. Like, we laugh yeah. at Love Island. They may look like, is that that's episode of South Park. They may look at Earth like Love Island, like... These must be the stupidest carbon-based life forms. <laughs> yeah. Ever. Listen, listen to this. Listen to this. Yeah. Listen to this. This is like between 50 years. The difference from 50 years. Yeah. And they're probably, um, they're probably just vapors or something. So they're, they're just yeah. like gaseous blobs. Yeah, well, this is it. Yeah. Them. And they might just be complete consciousness. So they're like, these people really believe that their bodies are important, even yeah. though they last for about 80 years. Yeah. Listen, listen, no, listen, 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 listen. And then they sell insurance, I mean, even though they know they're going to die. So yeah. they must be pissing themselves at the ideas. Be, oh God, it would be good if we could find them. I mean, I'm watching Lost in Space. You seen the Netflix show? I yeah. haven't seen it. I haven't but seen it, but I'm aware of it. I had good things. You know what? It's really if if you're looking for like family yeah. fun, it's really good. If we if we could prove that there is life on other planets and uh, intelligent life, it would totally change our worldview and the way we see ourselves in the universe, and it would just change everything. And well, religion's a bit fucked. Yeah, religion's fucked. It would be amazing. <laughs> it would just unify yeah, really. everyone. Or or they or they would. I'm sure they would adapt to religion. Yeah. yeah, and be able to politicize it. Well, actually, did you hear the Pope made a statement? This is around. I don't know, 10 years ago or something, the Pope was like, oh, by the way, if they do find aliens, that's fine. God just made them too. But it was like, what does he know? <laughs> what does he know that we don't what know? Because I swear he yeah. had just had a briefing with... Know, the, it, oh, right. he must know something. But but, it, but it's even like, you know... But then we say, like, we don't even know what happens on the surface of the ocean. Much yeah, exactly, less. yeah. So mm. we all look up expecting to find them there. We don't know how they get there. Yeah. You know, I, that maybe that's the medium by they choose to travel. I'd find the sea. I'd love their stuff to be stuff in the sea that we don't yeah. know about. Well, it covers like, five-eighths of the planet's surface. or Yeah, octopus. Well, even all, what they say, all invertebrates, so far as, like, all arthropods, like insects and stuff, they don't really have any, have any link with the rest of the evolutionary yeah, chain of human beings. So yeah. they are very close to potentially being God, aliens. This stuff, does this stuff make you feel fearful? I can see you rubbing your arm there. Yeah. <laughs> May's got a, a streak of kind of like 
the world's going to end. It's the ocean of... that freaks me out. The ocean That's freaks, what yeah. Me. Oh, like, God, I have yeah, men, deep the thing, water. You know, the, the scariest thoughts that continually goes on in my head, which is that uh, I lost uh, a couple of years ago in Thailand a pair of sunglasses <laughs> in and the wait, sea. And it floated down to the bottom of the sea. And somewhere in the sea, those sunglasses <laughs> are yeah. beautiful, massive, but they were beautiful. <laughs> and somewhere in the sea are those sunglasses. Just that idea of like the yeah. vastness. The Titanic's some... down there yeah. still. Yeah, but, yeah. It was, but what's crazy is that we are se- <laughs> we're 70% water, so why, why are we afraid? Yeah. yeah. We're 70% water. You because know, things it's, make it's, weird noises down there. Like, yeah, but then you can't hear them, though, because after... Oh, mm. what's even... I guess what would be scary for me is the fact that, you know, past a certain depth, you can't... There's no sunlight doesn't penetrate. Yeah, pitch right, black. Right. So that so that is scary. But then at the same time, it's like, you know, if you have that sensory deprivation, does it mean you have a higher state of consciousness and you're more attentive? And this is how, you know... And this is why, you know, and, and sea organisms evolve like sonar and stuff again. Yeah. Because, you know, sonar, the idea is that it can... It's transverse ways that communicate, like pictures to like other sea mammals and stuff yeah. as well so maybe do you have a higher state of consciousness and you know that's where if you go into the sea you still find more like single cell organisms and stuff which is like a universe unto itself and i'm know. scared of um aquatic dinosaurs that might still exist down there the yeah. ancient ancient species that they've just they're just down in the but bottom don't, don't watch it, pacific but, rim but if i just saw jurassic world fallen kingdom oh. <laughs> last night <laughs> and it really scared me i mean i yeah. haven't seen that film yet but a shot in the trailer shows people surfing and a huge oh, dinosaur yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah that was pretty scary great, but at the same time like i don't get scared because like you know blue whales yeah love were referred to as leviathan in like the bible so mm-hmm. they, and you can swim in a you could actually swim as a grown man can swim inside of a I think they're artery yeah so that's how big they are so they're, and they're, they're fine so yeah they're harmless aren't yeah, they're they? harmless yeah, yeah. they're doing they eat mainly plankton so they they, they, they get on with it so that's I, true. I, I um yeah I, and also the reef Bar- great barrier reef is almost gone so yeah. yeah I think we I'm more concerned with that I think the sea, I think we need to definitely uh have a aquanauts uh should be important as important as astronauts so we need to work mm. out what's happening down there because remember once that, that that is the base of the food chain like you yeah, know plankton yeah. that's so, so true so once because once that fucks up yeah then i've never heard the term aquanauts but yeah totally oh uh, yeah as my, my idea is, is uh, yeah, is aquanauts, your, uh, yeah. your campaign and also, for government no, yeah <laughs> and also um uh astronauts like people that just walk along the surface of the human mind Oh, and astral kind of, not yeah, yeah, and astronauts. do astral projection and stuff. Yeah, and and maybe working out how the astral plane works and you know people that we have a deep investigation into dream state, which is kind of the synopsis for Inception. Yeah, mm. but that should be a real study, I think. And my maybe dad's that's... big into astral projection, and he's a really pragmatic guy, very scientific. Oh, no, it's completely real. Really into it. And yeah. I said, this, I said, this, I think we said this on the podcast before. So you know when you like, have you ever like you know when you you're awake and you try and get out your bed and you feel like you're you feel like lead and you can't move. Yeah. The reason why is because your dream state, your astral projection, has is halfway between your body and the astral plane. Hmm. Yeah, you're not, you haven't quite made it back yet. But yeah, but you because obviously because you pick up everything subconsciously, you are dreaming. You're still you're still asleep. Yeah, or you're dreaming. You're awake. So obviously you know everything in your room. So everything looks exactly how it just does. So you're dreaming. You're awake, but you can't move because your uh, astral projection is trying to pilot your body. Yeah, but your body's still asleep. Hmm. But you're dreaming. You're awake, and that and so it, yeah. I uh, want to master it. Um. <laughs> you, can, no, you, you can learn because it's, it's just a question of when you still feel like very heavy. And some people are very like, well, it's lucid dreaming. Yeah. Mm. When they're, they're I used aware to do of it when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. And then you lose it a bit. And it's, I would thing, choose yeah. all I, five Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I used to just turn everything into Batman. Everything yeah. that would scare me, I'd just be like, oh, brilliant, it's Batman. Yeah, so oh, that's would be a great way so out. Transform, As a kid, I was, I was, I was pretty there's, smart. There's loads but. of meanings. Like, so, for example, if you any dreams that take place in your house represent your heart and your feelings. So I had a dream once. I had an ex-girlfriend who I would, wouldn't let into the house 
So she was at my doorstep and I wouldn't let her in. And the reason why is because that's your subconscious telling you you're over them because you're not allowing them to get back inside. Right. So I used to just have dreams about uh, giant uh, insects kept in cages like a zoo. And I would be forced to go and visit them. And then Batman would save me, obviously. I love your emotional, your attachment to Batman. (laughs) Um, As a kid, that was everything to me. Batman was everything to me. (laughs) It's good. Occasionally Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. My dad swears that, um, and and my mum doesn't believe him, but I have no reason to doubt him. He says that twice um when my brother was a baby uh my dad and he was sleeping in a crib in the same room as my mom and dad and my dad says he woke up in the night and he saw my brother's astral form floating above Whoa. his and sort of floating above the crib and it was connected with like a silver cord to his actual body and my mom's like well you were dreaming you're definitely asleep and he's like i swear on my life i was 100 percent awake i walked over to him i went to touch him he floated back into his baby body he says it happened twice, and so he's like, wow. after that, he began researching it and stuff. Yeah, I, I, I'm open to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm very open. The to babies it. can fly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, and why not? They, they more than anybody else. They are more than familiar with a the idea of being a as aquanauts because they are used to thriving within water. They in, breathe underwater. Yeah, so, can they? Wait, did well, I yeah, that no, up? They, no, <laughs> no, they, 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 they <laughs> more. They, uh, well, they don't need to because they obviously the umbilical cord provides them with their oxygen. So, mm. so they're yeah, used yeah. to being completely submerged, which is why like water births, kids are very comfortable when they come out a lot of time. The babies take to swimming very easily I'm just thinking of that Nirvana album cover yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. They, they, so they take to swimming very easily and also when you think about it, like the whole gestation period follows the evolutionary chain so they kind of start off being like like babies mm. like fetuses look like fish because they're mainly big eyes and stuff yeah. and the skeleton's not fully formed so they can deal with the depth the pressure of being in amniotic fluid and stuff so yeah, yeah I think it's, it's all part of the divine design man it's just us we have to reconnect to that which, yeah. is, which is which is what I guess our charges as artists. I wasn't expecting Absolutely. to be so inspired. <laughs> well, I, I mean, that's I the went, magic of this podcast, you know. We I go, went so we go low, to bro. Different... With my <laughs> no, you, you, no, you didn't so at all, man. You didn't at all. It's, it's, couldn't it's just, be happier it's how, with the it's question how it you asked. It starts off on <laughs> yeah. the chain and it follows all and the way down. And that question but... went into all sorts of different places there. It did, but but I'm, but I'm glad I asked it because I think a lot of the people who seem to be liking our podcast are creative people. And, and I, like, I think they all have the same insecurities yeah. that even like the greatest people of all time have. So no, I, mean, I, I don't, I don't think you ask a lowbrow question. I think any question <laughs> yeah. you ask that you do you think of that you don't feel obligated to ask for the sake of convention is good. So yeah. it's always good. Okay, and also, cool. would you rather, like I said, you've just now opened up a whole new door yeah. and yeah. to the conversation. It'll be the main so Martin section yeah, of the, the show. We'll, of rather, we'll instead of like who or what, like would you yeah. rather? Yeah. It's cool, man. So it's, uh, it's Dane's question now. We're over cool. to Dane. Well, yeah, keeping in spirit with your whole, the whole Batman reference. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. May Martin, mm. son of Wendy. So, oh, daughter son of Wendy. Son of Wendy, yeah. Daughter of Wendy, even. <laughs> yeah. So, it's an alliterative, alliterative name, May Martin. Yeah. Much like, you know, your Bruce Banners or mm. your Peter Parkers. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> You never realised that? Right? No. no. So, the background is basically when they started Marvel Comics... Uh, Stanley and Jack Kirby so they remember the names of the people they created they yeah. give them these alliterative names like Matt Murdock for who's their devil yeah. oh, Stephen yeah. Strange Doctor Strange Bruce Banner is the Hulk just so it's easy to remember Yeah. so my question is what is May Martin's ideal superpower Ooh. oh Huh. And how do you use it to change? And, it's and weird. Yeah, I took my mom's name too, you know. But, but oh, yeah, cool. my parents are together and everything, but I, I took, for the alliteration, I took my mom's name. Okay, so one superpower. Fuck. It's a tough question. It's really tough. I'm trying to think of day to day. I mean, the easy. I can think of like day to day things that would make my life easier, like mm-hmm. teleportation and stuff. Cool. But I, but I mm. think. Um, I think it's got to be time travel. 
I'm so uh, navel-gazy and I would lo- I'd love to like go back to t- other times in my life and mm. and and uh, I, I don't trust my own memory too that's the thing is that I, I, especially because of stand-up you warp anecdotes right. to make them funnier yeah, yeah. and then that becomes truth in your mind so yeah. I'd, I'd like to go back in time and you'd be, like to go back to the time where your uh, your brother bit your dad's penis when my dad bit my dad's dick I want to know yeah. yeah if that which is a, a memorable moment from your stand-up did it did it happen as you remember uh, yeah I haven't I Apparently, yeah. Um, and I'd like to know if my old camp counselor, Katie Anderson, was yeah. aware that I was obsessed with her. I just did you really seem like a spider monkey? Yeah, all of these things could be answered. Yeah, I'd like to go back to dinosaur times too and see those guys. Would you go back in that time traveling way of like, um, you know, like how meddling? No, like Woody oh. Allen, Woody Allen in <laughs> Annie yeah, Hall no goes back in that beautiful way of time traveling where. He doesn't. They're never going to interact with anything. They yeah, just kind of observe, observe so it. So it's almost like the, it's a wonderful life. Uh, yeah, the, the Kenzie yeah. And Christmas Whereas Bill Carol, and Ted and such Bill people and go back and yeah. kind of fuck around yeah, with yeah. it. Then you have you have the Terminator yeah. time travel style. Yeah, you don't want to get. But it's basically back in time, arrive naked. Oh no, I do not weak. want that. <laughs> okay, <come> on, <laughs> I don't want to arrive in dinosaur times as a gooey naked <laughs> piece of prey. But also, in Terminator, you affect you. You will affect. History. The, the, no, yeah. I don't want that. I want to observe. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to observe. go and see. I, I think Jesus. that's a safe version of time traveling. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want. I want to answer time, some time tourism. Time tourism. Yeah. That's what I want. I want well, to... There's the name, time tourist. Yeah, time May tourist. Ma- May Martin, time tourist. How, how far along do you think we are from that technologically? Um, <laughs> not far, Dan. I no. think like <laughs> once we can figure out the astral plane, yeah, we're, we, I think we can work out. Yeah, a couple yeah. of decades. Yeah, we can, yeah. Work, I mean, we can work out. There's no way of knowing, really, is there? Because if there is time traveling going on. It it's may, already happened. We, we have no concept of when it, if, you, if you fly to like another country and to different time zones, like if you flew to Australia, yeah. for example, mm. that's a form of time travel. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, what would you, you just want to go back just to observe? Bits I want to answer life. some big mystery. I want to see the pyramids being built. I want to see Jesus's Sermon on the Mount. See if right, he yeah. was what his deal was. How and, many loads of fishes there were really? Exactly. How good his material yeah, yeah, actually yeah. was. Who rolled the boulder away from the grave or whatever? Did yeah. that? And I'd like to go about a hundred years into the future and right, yeah. and see what's going on there. God, I would. I would definitely be up for that. Would you? Or? Yeah, I'd definitely be up for the travel. Yeah. Yeah, especially like I said, we're not we're not having any uh, effect on the the uh, time stream. I mean, I think that the the seeing things that you didn't witness would be fascinating as a tourism thing basically yeah, isn't yeah, it like yeah. the idea that you could go back and see you know the conversation like the converse i was watching the, the thing about watergate the other day mm-hmm. even just even just going and watching trump's campaign yeah up, like next to <laughs> and what was going on behind the scenes you know it if, would, if be, any, it would it, get it, addictive though you'd never yeah, live your never, normal never, life yeah, it, i am it, when I was in grade four, so I guess I was nine or something, I won the Junior Drama Award for playing Charlie Brown in You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. And it, I was just the happiest moment of my life, and I think I'd get stuck there. But you see, then that's that's a really interesting thing to me, though, because the, the time tourist bit of other, other world events and other yeah. people's lives, I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. Like, let's go and watch let's go and watch uh, England win the World Cup, you know, so, yeah. I mean, that'll be exciting <laughs> for people. But seeing bits from my own life... Oh, you um, don't want to see it? I don't know. I don't know if yeah. it will have the same impact. You might... It's like, you know when you... You know when you, you tr- torture re- yourself. You know when you rewind yeah. something and you're like, oh, that wasn't... I should have just enjoyed that. No, not rewind. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of whole... Yeah. Like, maybe it was just good in the moment. Like, the funniest moments of your life. Like, I can remember elements of things happening. Yeah. Particularly at school. You know, when something happened at school. I remember Mr. Maver, our head of year, 
was walking backwards, having a go at everyone in the common room, mm-hmm. and he fell over the sofa, like properly <laughs> fell over, and then got straight back up like nothing had happened. Carried on, and, it, and I remember when he walked out, I I, I cried, like we, yeah. we we all cried with laughter. <laughs> it was a beautiful <laughs> moment because it's just people falling over. Yeah, will that be as funny there. if I go back as a time tourist? See, here's the, see, here's the thing with uh, time travel because another method of I think uh, that's probably the, the issue with social media mm. is that it's a form of time travel. In that, mm. you know, there's certain aspects of nostalgia that you yeah. wouldn't have to entertain. Like, you know, we speak about like, you know, school friends and alumni. And it's yeah. like, I probably wouldn't, I may have considered in passing what they may be doing now. But now I, I can go and check every and day. time travel. Yeah, and I can see every day and then get caught in this time stream. What would your superpower be, Dane? I know you're, you're, you're not Dane no. Baptiste. Uh, you need, no, no. You'd need the double <laughs> D there. But. Um, uh, my, I think it would be like telepathy. Mm. Oh, yeah, that, you could, yeah. oh my god no i would hate that <laughs> but, then, yeah, but that's you the thing. misuse it so much oh but but then i'd misuse it but then at the same time also is it the, but then at the same time I, I think yeah you know maybe there is a reason why we've not evolved that and yeah or or, or or we have it to an extent but we negate it anyway yeah because i mean my friend and i we always say all the time that like, there is emp like mm. if i'm thinking about him enough uh, he'll he'll call totally i believe that somebody stuff, enough yeah. and, and they call and and why not? Because, it, it, like I said, if we are able to, if, as I said, if if I commit something in my mind to like film or I film something that I've created, then that's now gone from being something conceptual to a transverse wave, which is like a physical force, mm. which remains within you know existence. And so, in the same way, if I'm conceptualizing somebody long enough and thinking about them, then why can a transverse wave not you know be a signal for them? Because mm. you know, when the where the electromagnetic spectrum is concerned, like we know alpha and beta and gamma rays, but you know there's I mean there's a whole Greek there's alphabet. a whole world out there yeah, that so we don't know about. Maybe we, and we not, haven't necessarily found it. So in the same way that like the hadron collider found the god particle, and yeah. so there's certain different parts of because no, to me there's no such thing as nothing. So I we don't know what force is involved in like projecting where you want to want to have a conversation with somebody, mm. and um you know and then they give you a phone call. So. Would strange. you enjoy it? Tell it to. Tell What's it the thing? That's like, the thing. But there has to be a curse with every gift. So, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. So on the one hand, it's like I would know what people are thinking, and, but then you need the ego and the strength of your own mind in order for you to connect with others. Yeah, like Professor X style. You exactly. want that? Yeah, yeah. Exactly yeah like I can that. see you pulling that off. Don't you? Yeah, exactly you could like pull that, that off. Yeah. I, was, there. I think. I think if you, smoke I think enough, it would age weed, you. <laughs> it could age you. It could it age would, you. Yeah. You'd be like so tired yeah, all the time, yeah. and you start it, to yeah. wither. See, like, I'd be much reason. more. I'd be much more just up for teleportation, really, because I am. Do you not like? Tube. I do not like flying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I am not keen on any form of transport, really. And yeah, it would just be you'd great. S- I think at the time you'd save. Well, and yeah. also, like I've moved out of London recently. It's not in, far. It's still twenty-five minutes from King's Cross, but I'd be like, I'd just be home. But then, but then if I'm Brilliant. a telepath, then I can be there as well without having to move. Yeah, that's true. I can just true. be in someone else's mind, and then I'm I'm there anyway. Because hmm. uh, if I can tap into the collective consciousness, and I can be here and everywhere at once, so essentially that is kind of omniscience. So, am I saying I want to be a god? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> episode six, it finally <laughs> happened. It finally happens, <laughs> there you go. Although, although, yeah, I, I don't know. I've I've had situations where I've been smoking amongst friends. Yeah, uh, the old peace pipe, mm. and I felt like they've said a statement, and I'm like, I can see your whole life now. Really? Yeah, lo- I, lo- yeah. Lo- I think you, you can. You can. I think see, people can volunteer enough from their narrative mm. that you kind of know. Again, based on being self-referential and you know mm. parallels in your own life, then you can really clearly see where somebody's come from and their yeah. journey and why they have the emotional disposition they have. And yeah, I love that. Wow. Well, these questions have been 
different. They've Each been, one has been, been very different. Super yeah. Fun. Uh, that's 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 pretty much the podcast. It's been isn't amazing. It? Before we go, May, uh, we love you. Thank you so much for coming. Please, thanks plug, for having plug me. Plug and plug. I'm gonna. I'm, I feel like qu- quite dreamy now. I'm thinking about life. I'm gonna wander out into Brixton and like have exactly. a thing. Exactly, yeah. that fun, man. Stimulate <laughs> that pineal gland, man. Get yeah. that third eye open. Uh, yeah, and I'm gonna walk in. by the um, mural of David Bowie and mm. be like, example, Starman, immortality. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because, yeah. Uh, do you know Westworld? Yeah. So I watched the most recent episode when they were like. I still haven't seen it, but yeah. Uh, but just, just a line. Yeah, it's yeah. like a philosophical one because they talk about like existentialism in it a lot. And they just said that uh, you are you live as long as the last person that remembers you. Yeah. Oh, wow. Imagine the moment when the last person who saw you with their eyes dies. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Exactly, There's three yeah. stages of death, according to my brother, the scientist. Okay. Your body, uh, and then all the people who uh, know you, and then. Uh, all the people who ever had any re- there's no, you know, all the references there are to yeah. you yeah, yeah. so like Mozart's still going strong yeah you know what that is is because he created something that transcends yeah. the mortal coil so that's how you that's why that's the important part, that you, that's how you really can live forever mm. yeah Speaking of living forever, May, you're at the Soho Theatre. <laughs> 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 you are. We should mention it. It's, you've got yeah. a pretty crazy. You're doing like quite. A, uh, you're doing like a big improvised thing coming up, aren't you? Yeah, it gets it gets intense. It's, I'm doing a week of improvised stand-up shows based on audience question questions, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, so people write them down, and then they're in a bucket, and it gets. I uh, gets weird for sure. I yeah. overshare. It gets quite dark. I do weird plays. It's, it's not a way to just be do instant jokes constantly. Yeah, exactly. Is it? So yeah. it's going to be very very different. When is it? Um, it's so fun though. Uh, August sixth to the eleventh. Oh, think. brilliant! Oh, so nice. for everyone in London who's not heading up to Edinburgh, which there's millions. Yeah, that's a great thing to go and go and check out. Yeah, come put a question in the bucket. Yeah. Well, not yeah, exactly. not what superpower now. That yeah, don't most. ask one of these questions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also and. Check out uh, May's Live at the BBC if you haven't seen it already. Oh, thanks. That's all that, and that's also on Netflix. Yeah. So, yeah, check that out as well. And uh, Wait, is it? Yeah, they, yeah they, I think they did it. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As I found out, I was like, what? Yeah. We'll, we'll plug it, we'll plug it. We'll plug it, that's fine. Let's Thank- speak it into existence, it can happen. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You've been listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, hosted by Dane Baptiste. For more from Dane, go to danebaptiste.co.uk or follow him at danebaptweets. Our guest was May Martin. Follow May at the May Martin. The show was produced by me, Howard Cohen. Follow me at the Howard Cohen. The show was recorded at the Dairy Studios in Brixton. The show was mixed and the theme music is by Afei Saki. Big thanks to Polly and Gelly. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember, question everything. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.